sick, out a few days. Sprained ankle, out for a couple of weeks. Tested positive for COVID. Mandatory quarantine. Knee surgery. Six weeks, non-weight bearing, out for the season. Whether you cannot practice for a few days or out for the season due to injury, there are things that you can do to help you return and keep you focused when you're not able to practice. The first of this three-episode series will be discussing ways to manage your thoughts and things that you can do when you're not able to practice. The second will look at what to focus on when you first come back and how to mentally handle setbacks when you have them. The final episode in this series will speak to what you can do as a teammate or coach to help players coming back from sickness. Today, we're going to discuss some ways to manage your thoughts and things that you can do when you're not able to practice. One thing to do is to set clear and realistic goals. We spoke about goal setting in season one, episode one. The goals that you need to set when you cannot play are similar to how you create goals during competition. You want to set both short-term and long-term goals. Depending on the length of time that you will be unable to compete, these goals may or may not end up with getting you back to playing. For example, if you're only out a couple of weeks, then your short-term goals will be focused on the rehab or rest that you need in order to get back to practice. And then your long-term goals will still include competition or be competition-related. If you have an injury or surgery that may involve you being out for the season, then your short and long-term goals will be focused on your recovery and getting your strength back in order to compete in the next season. They could also include having a positive mindset and being a supportive teammate, even when you are not able to contribute by playing on the field or court. What are some things to keep in mind about goals? You want to make sure that you set clear and realistic goals. You may have heard of SMART goals. S-M-A-R-T goals is an acronym which stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based. Let's say that you have an injury that has you out of practice for two weeks. Your SMART goal for when you cannot participate in practice could be to watch game video for 30 minutes every day analyze the plays, and then visualize for 20 minutes you doing the correct movements for those scenarios in a game setting. The goal is specific because it has you watching game video every day, analyzing the place, and then visualizing your play afterwards. This goal is measurable because you can track how long you're watching the game video and set a timer for how long you need to visualize. This goal is attainable because it is going to take under an hour a day, and you practice more than that on a normal practice day. This means that you can spend the time you would be spending at practice doing what you need to do to achieve this goal. It is relevant because it helps you to do something that you cannot currently do. Studies have shown that mental imagery can increase the skill level in athletes because visualizing stimulates the same area in the brain. See season one, episode nine for more information on visualization. The goal is time bound because you would want to be doing this goal during the time that you would not be able to practice. In this example, it would be doing it for two weeks. Another part of creating a plan for when you cannot practice is to stay positive by staying motivated and using encouraging self-talk. When you face challenges, such as not being able to play or other things that may come up in your life, it is good to focus on the positive and be optimistic. One of the ways you can do this is by creating positive self-talk. When you start to have negative thoughts or self-talk, rephrase the negative into the positive. For example, change I can't believe I'm out for another week to I'm so excited that I start playing again in seven days. Another way is to create a mantra, a word or sound that is created in order to help you remain focused. This is also used in meditation. 
A mantra can be written down somewhere, such as on the mirror in your bathroom or carried with you in your wallet. When I was in college, I had the phrase, no excuses, printed and put on the board in my dorm room. You may have also heard of the term positive affirmations. Positive affirmations are words or phrases that are used in order to help encourage positive changes in life. An example of a positive affirmation is, I can do it. Or as Muhammad Ali said, I am the greatest. Using positive self-talk, mantras, and positive affirmations can help you stay positive and motivated. Another thing that can help you create a plan for when you cannot practice is to focus on the moment and take control of the situation. Sometimes it is difficult to focus on the present when all we really want to do is get back to practice, back to matches, back to competing. While we may want to start playing as soon as possible, in reality, injuries take time to heal. And even when we do get back, we are not usually at 100% as soon as we start playing. Understanding where you are in the recovery process is an important step in making the process go at the speed it is supposed to. Let me change that. Understanding where you are in the recovery process is an important step in making the process go at the speed it needs to. Accepting where you are in the recovery process is possibly the most difficult and the most important step to take. By accepting where you are, it allows you to take control of your situation. It also makes it easier for you to evaluate yourself and make an informed choice to push yourself when you feel like you can and rest when you feel like you should. This is a very important and also a very difficult thing to do. We've talked before about focusing on what you can control. You cannot go back to not being injured, nor is it worth it to waste your mental time and energy on, I wish I would have, I wish I should have, or I wish I could have. The injury or mispractice time happened and looking forward is the next step. Focus on things you can control, such as what workouts you can do even if they are just visualizing. You can also use this time to focus on things that you wouldn't normally spend as much time on, such as psychological skills and mental training. Handling adversity and finding the ways and tools and strategies to stay focused can be an important part of this plan. These new skills can then be added to your training and competition once you are cleared to go back. To summarize, here are four things to remember when creating a plan for when you cannot practice. One. Set SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Number two, include visualization or mental imagery when you cannot physically practice. Number three, stay positive by staying motivated and using positive self-talk, mantras, and positive affirmations. Number four, focus on the moment and take control of your situation. Be sure to come back next week for the second in our series when we discuss what to focus on when you first come back and how to mentally handle setbacks when you have them. The third and final episode in the injury series is for those that are around someone that has had an injury and what you can do as a teammate, coach, parent, or administrator to help players coming back from sickness or injury. If you or your coach or organization are interested in hosting a workshop or virtual seminar, on this or any other sports psychology or performance optimizing topic, please contact me at radoconsulting.com. That's R-A-T-T-O-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com or email me at Laura, L-A-U-R-A, at radoconsulting.com. Have a great week and remember, 
Every morning, you have two choices. Continue to sleep with your dreams or wake up and chase them. 